Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and as always, I'm joined by Jamie. Hello. Welcome back to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, so for today, we have something kind of special that we're going to be talking about. Um, for all of you who have either been with us since the beginning or have listened to our earlier episodes, you'll know that this podcast originally started mostly as just a way for Jamie and I to discuss Grace and Frankie in great detail episode by episode. <laughs> <laughs> and and as, as things progressed, we eventually started talking about it season by season and discussing other things besides Grace and Frankie. But at the beginning, it was very Grace and Frankie heavy yeah. um, or exclusive, really. <laughs> so today, we're going to be talking about the first four episodes of the last season of Grace and Frankie. Um, the rest of the season will not be available until next year, but Netflix dropped these first four episodes as like a early teaser, I guess, just to break my heart that I could only watch four of them and I don't know <laughs> what happens next now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so let's, let's talk about the first four episodes of the final season of Grace and Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> what were your first impressions? <laughs> Well, as with as always, um, I love you know that they've kept up with the witty banter between characters um, more than any other show. I tend to you know write down quotes from this one because they're just so ridiculous, and I love that. Um, that said, you can it, I really liked the four episodes, but you can definitely tell that they're gearing up just to close up the series, um, trying to push yeah. a lot of storylines. I think and you know, make people resolve things and find their happy endings in a way. Yeah. But it's good. What about you? How'd you feel about these first four? Um, I, I, def I feel the same way. I feel like there's more of a, a kind of a wrap up feel instead of like in the past, like seasons, there's been a lot of like momentum and excitement with like yeah. Grace and Frankie's business and and the other storylines as well um but like like you said with this one there's kind of like well you know, we gotta kind of coast everybody down to to where they're gonna land at the end of this season <laughs> um but i i still just love it you know and it had to end sometime and i'm sure this you know that you couldn't have gone on forever they're you know in their 80s <laughs> right um, we don't want any of the actors or actresses to die before they're done filming it or anything. Um, so yeah, but I, I did. I loved it. And I love the way they ended it. So it kind of is like a mini season almost because it ends on sort of a cliffhanger <laughs> as to like what's going to happen next with Nick and, and Grace's relationship. Yeah, Nick and Grace and Frankie since they're all going to be living under the same house, um, <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh Oh, I, I still don't like Nick. <laughs> he hasn't grown on me at all. I didn't like him from the very beginning, and I still don't like him now. And, like, I, I love the idea that Grace has about, like, wanting to try something new in their relationship or something different, finding something that works for her because marriage isn't really working for her. But I also just, like, wish she had broken up with him completely. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... The entire time, it's very clear that she does not want, certainly does not want the situation that she's now ended up in, where he's living right. with them. Because she, yeah, I, I, she just wanted 
to have her own separate place and to be able to see him when she wanted to and not have to deal with him all the time. Which, like, you know, I can, I feel like there are people who have, you know, relationship expectations like that, where they're like, I have my own life, you know, and maybe it's hard right. for people to find another person who has that similar idea, which clearly Nick does not have the same mindset yeah. as Grace. So I don't know, I have a hard time imagining that it's actually going to work out between them. But now if he's on house arrest, he's kind of stuck there for a little bit, at least. Right. And and we kind of get the idea, or at least I did, from what Nick's lawyer said, that this house arrest situation has something to do with the fact that Grace is 82 years old. Like, maybe he's somehow been released as, like, her caregiver or something. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure when she finds that out, she's not going to be pleased. <laughs> well, no, because she's also, like, you know, we she, we make a, they make a point of, you know, making it clear that she is growing out her hair, her gray hair. Right. She's or white hair, she's happy to start showing her age, minus the facelifts, which also Jane Fonda definitely got a facelift before the season aired. Um, I think that was like the play on that. Yeah, I was like, damn, her face is taut. Um, but it's like... But her hair is starting to go gray. Yeah, which I like that aspect of it. I'm like, yeah, let's have let's see what she actually looks like with her like natural hair color. Um but yeah, I agree. When she finds out, she is not going to be pleased because like age was already an issue, you know, right. starting out with that relationship. But and I just I mean, initially, I, it's it's funny the way that like Nick is in prison and Grace just thinks it's the best setup <laughs> possible. Like she gets to see him for one hour a day and then they take him back to his cell and I have the other 23 hours to live my life kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like he to be he wants to be married and like husband wife living together kind of situation he doesn't want to you know spend only one hour a day with her regardless of whether he's in prison or not yeah um, i don't know how that's gonna work out we don't know yet no and it's it's very like yeah i think it's a bad sign when um you know you're trying to do everything to make sure that your husband stays in prison because you only want to spend an hour with them <laughs> it's like that's like considering like at all that his when he goes back to quote unquote his room like his room is a prison cell and her room is a beach house <laughs> right like, very different he doesn't want to stay in prison well and i think you know even saul and robert say that to her and she's like well with you here it's a prison but even that like it's you know not comparable (laughs) oh man so robert and saul living in the beach house i wish that had lasted for more than like two episodes (laughs) yeah that's a quick turnaround for that which you know, lends, which adds to this feeling of everything being very rushed. It's just resolved way too quickly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't really resolved. Robert well. and Saul run away because they break um, <laughs> Grace's boat. True. And they're like sleeping on their unfinished house on an air mattress, during which they're robbed by, and they don't hear it happening at all. Somebody breaks in and like steals everything around them. And it's someone who's very like, tripping on everything and like not doing a good job robbing them but somehow manages to so it's kind of weird i'm wondering if they're gonna have like uh, a storyline about like one or both of them going like deaf and needing hearing aids or something because like doesn't seem to be any reason why they shouldn't have heard 
any of that happening. And they're like, oh, well, we were on sleep pills. And it's like, well, you, your dog was barking and somebody like tripped and fell in the room next to you. Right, like tripped on you. Like what? Yeah, landed on top of you. <laughs> um, so I, I wonder, I'm wondering if that's where they're going to go with that storyline because they haven't had any of them go deaf yet. <laughs> that's true. Well, minus Frankie, you know. Well, but she doesn't need a hearing aid. She just I think she just doesn't pay attention to what's happening around her because she's stoned all the time. <laughs> Probably true. Oh my god, speaking of, I loved her like, you know, places that she hid the money based on the Beatles. But it's so <laughs> it's so like random, like the Lennon closet. Yes. You know, uh-huh. As soon as she says that, like to Grace, like, oh, you don't store all your money in one basket. I've hidden it all over the house in different locations, and the locations are based off of the four Beatles in ways that I can remember them. And I'm like, oh, she's not going to remember these plays. (laughs) Yeah. And then she forgets that she actually, you know, had a fifth person that she hid money, you know, in the name of. Oh, what did, did we, do we understand what actually happened with this? money that grace found in nick's couch did frankie literally buy candy with all like hundred thousand dollars of (laughs) so i assume that she didn't spend all of the money yet um but she did spend some of it to try to launder it through candy sales yes and that entire plot line i'm like Anything that any plotline that involves involves Joan Margaret, you know, is going to be an absolute, absolutely ridiculous time, because she's just crazy. Um, yes. But yeah, like that that whole plotline, I was like, this is really ridiculous. Um, but apparently, they abandoned a lot of the candy that they had, so I don't know how much money they have left. But I assume that they didn't spend all a hundred thousand on it. I mean, it doesn't seem like, even though it was a U-Haul truck full of candy bars, that that could have been $100,000 worth of candy bars. I mean, unless candy bars are a lot more expensive than when I bought them as a kid. Right. Yeah. No, I would be very surprised. if that but, And actually, we don't even know for sure if it was just $100,000. or I don't even know that we know exactly how much money they did have, but yeah. it was a lot. Right. <laughs> Um, they were planning on using it to like fund their new toilet, the the rise up. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> which also, is also flooded Robert and Saul's house. Right, but apparently they've you know whatever f- design flaw there was was fixed because it was well tested at the chili festival or whatever that was. It seems to me like the design flaw was in the way the plumbing connected from the toilet to the house. Yeah, because that was caused. I can't even imagine how that would have happened. It was just like a water main break that flooded the entire downstairs of Robert and Saul's house. It doesn't seem like a toilet could do that. (laughs) Right. Yes. But I feel like the only malfunction that type of toilet should be able to have is like not rising up appropriately or like moving too fast and throwing someone off it or something. Like the rest of the toilet's plumbing should be the exactly the same as every other toilet. You don't need to change the plumbing for the way this toilet works. You just need to have it not panapult people across the room <laughs> as they're trying to get up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And that's also not resolved. And also we have a nice couple scenes of Joan Margaret and Frankie kind of fucking up everything about that too. Like going to <laughs> meetings that Grace tells them not to take. Yeah. And, and like Frankie also being like, well, you chose to go visit prison. It's like, yeah, that was a two hour time slot out of the entire day. You couldn't have rescheduled. 
<laughs> no, no, Frankie. Frankie just wanted to do it on her own, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, with Joe Margaret, of course. Right, of course. Just so <laughs> ridiculous. It is. Uh, I kind of feel like with with the Rise Up storyline, since they decided to end this, um, the series in this season, I don't foresee them like putting a lot of effort into actually getting that toilet manufactured. I feel like the, the emphasis of the storylines are going to be on like Grace and Frankie and Nick's dynamic living together going forward. Yeah. <laughs> and like the toilet may or may not happen, but it'll kind of be like almost a background story that like, Oh yes, you know, we did get that toilet on the market kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be the focus, like the way the vibrator was the focus when they were creating, you know, the, the adult, the, the adult vibrator versus the child vibrator. <laughs> no, the, the senior citizen vibrator. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where that was like, that was all they did in their storylines was work on their vibrator basically. Yeah, that's true. Work on it. Work wink, on wink. Test it out. Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see, like, how they do that. And it's also, like, I'm I'm so curious to see, like, what Barry... Like, what's really going to happen between Barry and Brianna? Because I can't imagine that relationship working out. I, I feel just like can't. It's, it's very similar to Grace and Nick's problem, where Brianna and Grace both want a lot more freedom than Nick and Barry want. Yeah. And I know that, like, Brianna and Barry kind of came up at the end of last season like with this idea that they would she brianna doesn't want to get married but barry does so they decided to just like get permanently engaged as a compromise um which i i don't even see brianna like being happy with that no long term i but don't maybe. either yeah and it's I kind of just um, like for the sake of wrapping up the storyline i i see them making like Brianna happy living in a house in the suburbs with Barry kind of thing. Yeah. Which I don't know how realistic that is for Brianna's character, but that's kind of where I, I think they're going with it. Yeah. Because they're not going to break up Brianna and Barry at this point. Yeah. Which is a shame, honestly, because like... <laughs> Barry deserves better. <laughs> Barry deserves so much better. And yeah. I guess like Brianna, she sometimes has her moments, but like... Most of the time, she's just, like, insufferable. I'm like, no person yeah. is actually this insufferable. Surely. I, I don't know. I certainly haven't met anybody that bad, but... Yeah. But it's like, but yeah. Very, I don't understand what he sees in there. No, I don't either. But he does but, help her with her sister situation, and... That's true, sort of. That, that whole dynamic is going to get worse before it gets better too I'd... yeah <laughs> like mallory as the boss instead of brianna that's yeah gonna... there's still if they do 13 episodes there's still nine more episodes of you know chaos that can ensue there <laughs> right i did i did like that um despite the fact that grace was shooing them out of the house in the first episode um she did give mallory some advice you know and kind of like reassured her that you know she was hired as the boss because she has the you know the capacity to be the boss and kind of gave her right. some confidence despite the fact that she then took it overboard but you know yeah. i think they'll I, I think they'll find you know a way of evening it out but i can't imagine that Mal, that um brianna is going to stay in that job long term with her sister as her boss yeah 
See, that's another thing that I wonder if they'll somehow make like Brianna and Mallory almost like same level, kind yeah. of where they're working together instead of one as the boss of the other, just to kind of like have the storyline end nicely. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Like co um, co-managers or whatever. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Um, and maybe even Mallory will like create the position or something, you know, to bridge the gap between them or whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. And it's the same thing with like um, Coyote and I don't even know what her name is. Coyote's nope. girlfriend. Yeah. Did you write her name down at all? Nope. I don't think they said it once during the <laughs> episodes. I don't but I feel like they're they're working towards like making Coyote's storyline end nicely too, where he's he's been sober for a couple of years and he's gonna have the girl and buy the house and things are gonna work out fine for him too, which is nice but boring. <laughs> right. Yeah. I thought that too, like another example of Brianna being terrible, like telling them, you know, showing them the house, which yes, it's it's oh. what they want and perfect for them, but it's like blatantly going against what um barry wants you know yeah yeah uh, i do i do love i'm just gonna say the one quote i wrote down by Brianna right now when she says i just don't want to live in a place where you have neighbors and sidewalks and mailmen and neighbors <laughs> which is my exact feeling like my husband and i are working on talking about the idea of buying or, or building a house right now or moving towards that in our life and that's how i feel exactly i just don't want to be around people i want to own a lot of land and put a small house in the middle of all of it <laughs> yeah yeah but so I, I can relate to brianna on that <laughs> yeah but also like but, you know brianna would not be happy in the middle of nowhere either well that's true she needs to be able to have her deliveries <laughs> yeah Food deliveries and all that. She doesn't seem like the type that would do well in a rural setting of like 10 acres of land and a farm. <laughs> no, not at all. But. <clears throat> so one thing I found weird was that we didn't see Bud, Dud's baby at all this whole season. Yeah. So like, I guess... We see Bud and his wife like several times, but we don't see their baby at all. Yeah, I guess the babies with the other grandparents must be. <laughs> yes. I like literally forgot that they even had a child for a while and I was like, oh yeah, she had a baby last year. Where is it? They haven't talked about it or mentioned it. <laughs> like it's yeah. just not part of the storyline at all. I don't odd. I mean Bud's storyline in general is odd. Like I, I understand him getting hives because he's the type that would get stress hives because his parents are like bickering. But the fact that he ultimately requires a circumcision then and then has has that confrontation with the doctor, which as soon as he had that confrontation, confrontation, I was like, that's his doctor for sure. Um, <laughs> and it was, you know, it was. but um, it, it's, it's such a weird plot line. I also couldn't help thinking like, I know Bud's adopted, but didn't don't we hear about Bud having had his like um, bar mitzvah and stuff? I would have assumed that at one point he would have gotten circumcised as a child because he is Jewish. But yeah, I I would have assumed that he had as well. But maybe like Frank, Grace and Frankie or 
that Frank James <laughs> Hall didn't like really adhere to that tradition, Could maybe, be. and maybe neither Coyote or Bud are circumcised, but yeah. it seems like Bud, which I don't even know if this is a legitimate medical condition where you can get eczema so bad that it spreads to your dick and then starts to strangle it to the point where you need to be circumcised. That doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> right. I feel like you could turn to some like... Yeah, I feel like you could turn to some like steroid cream first before you result immediately to circumcision or something. But any medication, he doesn't seem to have been on anything at all. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I know, and, and it does seem though that like he allowed that really <laughs> creepy rabbi to come in and and circumcise him. Then at the end, though. <laughs> yeah. That but. was strange. It did seem out of character for Bud to be like such a dick to um, yeah. his, his doctor when she was leaving the coffee shop and to have that confrontation with her to begin with it seemed very out of character for Bud and it surprised me. <laughs> I agree. I would feel like growing up with Frankie as a mother, you wouldn't he wouldn't act that way. No, that's what I thought too. But maybe it was because his dick was painful. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I also found that but, very strange and out of character, but they needed it for like, you know, the funny haha, that's the doctor plot. Yeah. I mean, you could have found a different doctor. You didn't have to let that creepy old man back into your apartment. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'd want to be circumcised. I mean, I don't have to worry about this, but I was wondering, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd want to be circumcised in my apartment by <laughs> a rabbi. <laughs> like but, awake and not numb at all. Oh my goodness. No yeah. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but well that's pretty much everybody's storyline for the first four episodes anyways pretty much i mean the only thing we didn't really mention is um in episode three with the bunny you know they try yeah. to do a wiffle waffle brunch which turns into essentially everyone revealing their darkest secrets about like mahala hala and um the dead bunny, the dead bunny. um and the, the cover-up of the century <laughs> <laughs> I, I personally think that neither one of them were that bad. <laughs> like, yeah. Neither one of, like, the, the she didn't intentionally kill the bunny, and it, it kind of just makes sense that, I mean, it makes more sense to me to just left and left the bunny there dead and have allowed, like, Grace and, or um, Frankie and Saul and the family to just show up and find the bunny dead and not know what killed it. Right. Um than to have, like, disposed of the body the way that they did seemed weirder. But, um... I agree, And then the yeah. holiday was kind of a, a fun idea. <laughs> yeah, and the thing I loved about this, and I, you know, is the reason I'm sure they did it, is that both Grace and Frankie, as they're thinking about it, like, it's a moment for them to reflect on the fact that they really didn't like each other, but now yeah. they can't imagine, like, not being together. And so, like, their first reaction is basically like, I need to go apologize, you know? Yeah. I thought that was really cute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely... See, like, the way I see this season ending, it's going to be Grace and Frankie sitting on those chairs, looking out at the ocean, still living together, you know, and whether or not Nick is there in the background also living with them, I don't know. But they're not going to break them up, you know? Yeah. Unless... I'm hoping. Right. (laughs) Unless they kill one of them off. I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> what if they do? <laughs> Unless one of them. I don't. Or maybe they're done recording. Then we don't have to worry about one of them dying even. 
That'd be so tragic, though. I could also picture when you were talking about that. I could picture one sitting in the beach chair with like the urn on the other table or on the other chair. Oh, that would be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> like they did with um, Babe. Yeah. Oh, Babe. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much promising. the first four. Yeah, promising yeah. start. Definitely looking forward to seeing what happens in the rest of the season. Hoping that it's the full 13 episode season that we're used to so that there's nine more episodes to look forward to. Yeah. Hopefully so. Uh, Did you have any lingering quotes? I do have a couple. Um, So the first are about uh, in in from episode one. Um, I'll say both because they're kind of linked. Um, Something someone says we have to do something and uh, Frankie's like, but first, I need to do some Reiki on Saul's hoo-ha. Um, and then she says something like, as an internet certified Reiki healer, it's my job to fix it. Yes, yeah, that was actually one of the quotes that I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but another one, and actually this is the only other quote that I wrote down um, besides the Brianna one that I said later on, oh. is when Grace and Frankie are talking and Grace says, how stoned were you when you came up with this system? And Frankie says, I thought my hand was see-through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frankie. Classic. Yeah. I also like when the FBI, we didn't talk about the FBI thing too either, but when they were like going around and they were like, you know, sh- talking about Frankie's stash, apparently she's like, yeah, don't worry about it. No one would believe that a single person had that much marijuana for personal use or something. So yeah. she had like, I think they might have named an amount, like 45 pounds or something. I can't remember, but it's huge amount of weed. That would be insane. <laughs> I mean, Frankie level, you know. <laughs> um, it, in terms of the graying hairs, I do like that Frankie was like, oh my God, Grace, don't panic, but you're old. Your roots are showing. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think there's also a point when um, someone mentions Frankie's magic and how powerful it is. And Brianna's like, she's powerful. She turned me into a bitch. And people just look at her like, huh? <laughs> Brianna also had a nice moment when um, some, some juicy story was going out. And she just like puts her elbows on the table and she says, I am leaning in. Brianna <laughs> um, does have- she does, yeah, despite how terrible our character is. Um, I also liked Frankie talking about Grace, and she says, she killed an animal with her bare voice. <laughs> um, and then when they make up um, real quick, uh, Grace says, you've made me a better, more delightful person. And Frankie says, delightful might be pushing it. Um, and, more uh, delightful. <laughs> yeah. I also like when uh, Saul and Robert finally clean the um, lasagna or the casserole dish. And she, Frank, uh, Grace looks at it and she's like, you call that clean? Jesus. And grabs it and starts cleaning it. Yeah. That was that was cute because it's like a three episode running joke that like yeah. Grace wanted um, Robert to clean the casserole dish. And it sits in the sink moldy for a month. And then he finally does it. Um at the end of, I think it was the episode three that he did it at. Yeah. And his original argument for not doing it is like, she always just tells me I did it wrong and redoes it anyway. <laughs> and then, of course, that's what she does. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. Um, and the last one I'll say is when Grace, she says, I'm 82. They wouldn't pat me down if I begged them. 
<laughs> Which strikes the oh. whole thing. But yeah, that's like twice that she that like her age is mentioned in the Yeah. She's really embracing it. She is, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I wonder if we'll yeah. also find out if she cuz like like despite the broken ship, we never see her realize that her ship is broken. No, we didn't, which was kind of sad. I was expecting that to happen like after Saul and Robert ran away, <laughs> she would come home and find it broken, but I feel like at this point like she must know that it's happened. She's back in the house. <laughs> yeah, they even made a point of um having Joan Margaret watch TV, which would have been otherwise impossible if the ship was still there. <laughs> so it's like, I thought they were leaning into that, but I guess not. But yeah. Maybe maybe it's in episode five. Maybe. We'll see. Something to we'll look forward to. We'll find out next year because, you know, Netflix is making us wait an entire fucking year for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah. Netflix and the pandemic, unfortunately. Well... Yeah. See, part of me just wishes they would have held on to these four episodes until they could release everything. I don't like not knowing what happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing that the original release date was scheduled for about now. So they were like, well, we'll, we'll give you a teaser. Yeah, you know, probably. Not to make you wait forever. Ugh, I guess. <laughs> but either way, that is the first four episodes of season seven, the final season of Grace and Frankie. Um, but yeah, so thanks everyone for listening. If you want to let us know what you thought of season seven, feel free to reach out on Twitter at NNO podcast. Or you can send us an email at navigating Netflix originals at gmail.com. And if you have any other ideas of what you would like us to discuss next, besides the rest of this season, which don't worry, we'll do the week that it's out next year. (laughs) But in the meantime, before that happens, if you have any other ideas of shows or movies you'd like us to discuss, send them our way. Indeed. And, uh, Long-term listeners will know that another series that we love is uh, Sex Education. And I believe that that's coming out. The, the next season is coming out in the next couple of weeks. So we'll definitely be doing that soon as well. Yes, we will. But yeah. So until next time, everyone, thanks again and goodbye. Bye.